Hello, everyone. This is the new voice of Unchained, the king, the master, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> I am taking over to Unchained today. Uh, this is Unchained episode 163. I hope you all enjoyed. I will be soloing this one if I want to, but I won't. I'll, I'll add some friends here. Um, so, yeah, let's let's kick it off with uh, some of our now reduced to co-hosting members here. Mr. Mike <laughs> Evidence is back. How are you today, Mike? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, Gary. I had a very uh, busy and tiring weekend partying and Easter and all that kind of stuff. You know how it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like the cougar man of London now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I have a reputation to maintain. You know how it is. I don't know what this is, Mikhail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here again, man, and good to have you as host. This is a uh, history in the making. <laughs> and yet, when I, he met up with me, he couldn't keep up. <laughs> oh, oh, so sad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, as you guys can hear, as you guys heard, Chewie's here, or as I like to call him, Chewie Willie. That's his nickname on the on the strip, the Vegas Strip. <laughs> uh. Uh, How you doing? Vegas. Uh, you miss Vegas. Yeah, did you enjoy? It. Yeah. You enjoyed it? Yeah, I did. I enjoyed Vegas. It was nice. All the nice. It was a lot of friendly people there, actually, to be honest. But mainly because they're pretty all drunk. But <laughs> <laughs> usually the opposite happens with drunk people. <laughs> uh, it, it did for me, so I guess I got lucky. Very. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we also. And oh, by the way, before we end. I, I, I'll co-host for you anytime, Gary. Oh, that's so nice of you, Ben. I feel happy now. I have a smile on my face, but you can't see it. But also joining us, who is apparently wants to be known as the number one reviewer on the site now. Oh, hail Neil Bolt. Of all time. Of all time. Now has more reviews on PSU.com than anybody ever in the history of Jeepers. the... And it only took two and a half years. <laughs> Bam! Oh, our no. resident superhero, Mr. Neil Bolt. Thank you, thank you. I will be retiring from the game after this month. <laughs> 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 that's it, that's it. Until um, someone else overtakes you and then you'll come back? Uh, yeah, Stephen's still too close. It's just like, <laughs> I could see him suddenly having a flurry of reviews for the sake of it to take back his crown. Or JP, you know, he's keeping a good pace. So, Or, or even yourself, Gary, you know, you're just becoming a review machine as well. So you, you could hit your peak times and end up dashing right. out 50 to I 70 reviews. Time, my peak time, I think, was like the first year of the PS4 where I had like three of the Game of the Year contenders back-to-back. That was pretty Yeah, that's pretty good. It's like <laughs> that is pretty good. I think my peak time was when everyone disappeared for some reason and I just sort of <laughs> People kept going on holiday, so I kind of just took everything while everyone's on holiday. My peak time was whenever we had the most Resident Evil games out in a year. Is <laughs> 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 it two thousand one? Two thousand five? Yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 I, I reckon I've ever lost. Um, no, there was a period of. Um, I, I think it was probably the year um, Life is Strange, uh, 2015, because we had, you know, we had the episodic stuff. I did Resi Revelations to Life is Strange, which were all episodic. 
obviously games. So I did a review for each episode, and there are quite there are a few other bits and pieces. There was a remake as well. So yeah, that was out of recent in recent years. I'd say it was 2015. Yeah, probably was. I think you did like four last year. I think so. Yeah, no, <laughs> I haven't even done any this year. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, I'm just trying to count here. So eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16 reviews you did in 2015. There you go. Oh, wow. Uh, Man, that doesn't seem possible now at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, four of them are, are what? The life, life is Strange. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Resident Evil Revelations too, yeah. And I think you, re- didn't you re-review The Walking Dead on every system ever made? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I covered reports of that, yeah, or one of them at least. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Hey, and there's more to come. We still got remake coming out, Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah, Cobra, but, uh, yes. Well, you're we... doing Cobra Gary, but Gary, but I'm doing um, I'm down for Revelations One, which is out later this year. And there was meant to be a game I was reviewing next next week, but uh, we won't talk about that because it gets me angry. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me angry. <laughs> Mikhail, wait, angry, very... yeah. wait, Operation Raccoon City is out next week too. The sequel. <laughs> I thought that was Umbrella Corp. Umbrella Corp's too. Oh god, you guys! No so much unless it's a mix of the both and taking the worst part of each one. Oh god, <laughs> we're Dane back for that if it's Operation Raccoon City or Night of the Dane of the Year. Yeah, Dane of the Year. Well, shall we? Start the podcast then. Sure. Officially. Sure. <laughs> Officially. <laughs> we had. <laughs> we had. I mean, I've been recording this for no real reasons. <laughs> for for shits and giggles, man. Yeah. That's what we got. <laughs> well, let's start off with Uncharted, shall we? Mm-hmm. The Lost Legacy, the standalone DLC, is officially coming now on August 22nd. Priced at thirty nine ninety nine. That's pretty much like a full-on game at this point. It's not even exciting. a DLC of any kind. It's its own game. Oh. Nice. How excited are you guys for this? Chili, let's start with you. Pretty excited, to be honest. Especially if you purchase the season pack, the triple pack, or the pack pack. I've forgotten the name of it. You'll get it for free. So, um, yeah, the fact it's supposed to be 10 hours long, it's more on chide. Who can complain? Yeah, and we played with Chloe, who wasn't in the fourth game, unfortunately. Um, Nadine, who was, who I thought was one of the best characters they introduced, um, who really didn't get a, a, a true ending, I felt. Um, so it'll be nice to see where this goes. This is, from from what I understand, this is after Uncharted 4, correct? Yes, it's about six to 12 months after, they said. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. See, I, I assumed that you'd play with Chloe, and uh, who was the English guy from the second game? Cutter. Cutter. I love or, J- or Jason Statham, as he's known as sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I love that character, and I thought that's who we play in in this one. From the letter that you find that she writes to you, I thought that's what the DLC we'd get. But I think I still feel like a little pervert because when they showed off the announcement trailer, I'm like, that door looks a bit like Uncharted door. That butt looks a bit like Chloe's butt. Oh my god, it's Chloe! I'm shocked. <laughs> I don't know if you, you guys were there when we were doing it, weren't we? It's like, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I thought it was I thought it was Tomb Raider. At first, yeah, I was like, no, yeah, no, it's that door. The graphic looks like it's uncharted, but now it looks like Chloe's butt. 
I was writing something up at the time, so I couldn't actually see what you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> see, I I was hoping that it was siphon filter personally, but I don't. At this point, I don't think we're ever going to get another one of those. Yeah. Um, but Mike, what what about you? Are you excited for this? You have Uncharted Four, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I loved it, man. It's um, I've suddenly I've still only completed it once. I can't believe that I'm just got halfway through my second playthrough and just loads of other stuff took over. Um, no, yeah, I, I love Uncharted. I love Uncharted Four. I'm a massive fan of that series. I will probably I, I haven't hankering to go back through the Uncharted collection now. Actually, I just love those games. Um, I'm looking forward to it a lot. It's um, it's good to see Chloe back. I kind of part of me wished that um, there was um, like you said, uh, um, Cutter. Or maybe even something with Sully, to be honest, because they kind of set that up with Sam and Sully. Um, you know, if, well, that doesn't mean they won't show up in the game. I mean, they could still make an appearance. Yeah, they could. We know Drake isn't, though. They actually, they confirmed that Drake was. So fair enough. I mean, Drake's is. Um, you know, he had his. Um, they they ended his story quite um nicely. So that you know that was okay. But yeah, it looks great. I like the location, India. That was a uh a location in tomb raider 3 um so i was uh, i've always thought um that's quite a good uh, you know for those kind of indiana jones treasure and exploration kind of stuff india is a very good backdrop so i'm looking forward to that and if it is as long as they say around 10 hours and that's pretty damn good i mean i don't mind paying a, a paying how much is it again did 40, you say 40 dollars so that's what 35 pound yeah yeah i mean that, that's that's the yeah, i'll be i'm happy I remember paying you, that. did you get the season pass though no, I didn't. I did. Yeah. yeah, but here's a strange thing. I bought the most expensive version of Uncharted you could get with a figure, and yet it doesn't cut, and yet I won't get that for free. That yeah. Ah, but bonus thing, yeah. if you pre-order it, it comes with a copy of Jack and Daxter. Yeah. And That's it? PS4, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, you know, good. Nice. Good yeah. Um, for me, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't played Jack and Daxter. That'd be pretty cool. Um. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really pleased it's actually out in late summer, August 22nd or whatever it is. I actually thought it would have been out in the fall just because of our past Uncharted games, but then again, fall kind of broke the mold with that. So, yeah, um, I'm look, yeah, I can't wait for it. Looking, it looks really, really good. You know, go go, naughty dog. I'm calling <laughs> that Drake will appear in, in uh, like a photo or letter or something. Yeah, I suppose he could. It's just I don't not, mean an know. actual appearance, but, you know, like a... Uh, like to look at a photo remembering some of the times with Drake and that or something like that. Yeah. It's some yeah, just a little Easter egg towards maybe with Sully or whatever. Yeah, I I, I expect a little Easter egg probably. No yeah, audio, just pretty. like a The Easter egg I'm expecting is for Nolan North to play half of the bad guys that you encounter in the game. <laughs> 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 it's like regular NBCs that just talk. <laughs> so what you say that oh. all the enemies are Deadpool? Oh man, that'd be <laughs> terrible. We did also get a new location from. They did release a new trailer, which is like a cutscene where they're on a boat in the jungle. So looks like we're going back to the jungle, which is quite entertaining. I oh, nice. That. I don't know if you saw that trailer that they released with the announcement. Um, yeah. So what about you, Neil? I know you're you're a huge fan of the first Uncharted special. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later. I'll tell you. <laughs> sure. So. But uh, no, I'm you know I've done Uncharted Four, which is you know very good game. I'm definitely interested to see a different take on it, you know. And to be this hefty means, you know, Christ, you know, considering all we've had already this year, but we'll technically have a near full fat Uncharted as well in the middle of the year. It's you know it doesn't look like there's any sign of it's slowing up. It's uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, as characters go, there's 
there's two that are two of the more interesting ones out there. You know, of course, many probably would have expected Sully you know, to be the focus of a, a spin-off or a standalone, but you know, again, something that could come in time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is it. Well, yeah, again, he was very much popular in that sort of idea. But uh, again, not to say he couldn't appear because he clearly you know, has that chance. Um, yeah, I think it will play a bit differently to regular Uncharted, you know, just because it's Daniel then saying that pretty much anyone can survive near-death experiences every 20 seconds if you get another person doing it, you know, quite to the extent that Nathan does in another game. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I think they'll hopefully be a bit more varied in the way they play it. And, yeah, it could be a bit of a surprise. I think even though people expect it to be good, I think it could be a lot better and a lot different, which is probably what it needs at this point. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I mean, Christ and Jack and Dexter for pre-orders. So, so that, that sells it for me anyway. <laughs> Is that the the new PS2 Classic version they announced, or the yeah yeah the um, PS2 Classics version? It's so weird. I don't know why they don't just port the the PS3 version over. To the I, I I don't mind. I've hundred percented that game four times. So. <laughs> oh wow! As I said, the problem with porting the PS3 version is it's programmed for the cell, and that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So it'd probably be easier for them to port the PS2 code over to the PS4. Yeah, this is not the Vita yeah. version, which is yeah. Tough to play, to say to say the least. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, um, I'm personally also really looking forward to this. Uh, I love Uncharted. Um, so more Uncharted is always good for me. Um, my only problem is the release date, as it's coming out out around the same time as a specific Lord of the Rings game that I'm <laughs> super stoked for. <laughs> oh yeah, Lord of the Rings: The Green Lantern Wars is out around then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm also expecting them to actually do a physical release for this. Maybe not at launch, but a little down the line. I think. I think. I think it's been advertised. Actually, now you mention it. As a physical release as well. Yeah, I've seen Bookshot. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I seem to remember something about that as well. It would make sense actually. It's a standalone uh, release. I mean, they did that for. Um, didn't they do that for Undead Nightmare on Red Dead Redemption? That was a st- I'm sure that was a stand. Uh, I've got a, a physical release as well. I know that's not Naughty Dog, but you know, you know, same principle. Well, even better. I'll just buy the physical copy and let it sit around. Yeah, until it, yes, it, in, it will indeed have a, a physical box. Awesome. Yes, that's what I'm getting. I love, I love, I love getting my hands on something. Into but it games. says physical box. That could mean that the box is physical, but there's a code inside. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, way to ruin that for me, Ben. Thank you. You're Damn, Ben, being technical. <laughs> Always ruining my happy day. But Ben does. I love you, Ben. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, looks like Resident Evil 8 may already be in development. How exciting is that? Seven just barely came out in January. They're already working on eight. Whew. Uh, news came uh, from an interview uh, from the executive producer of Resident Evil 7, June Takuchi. I believe Takayuchi. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. My bad. My bad. No, don't worry. I only know it because he's the guy who did Resident Evil 5, and I disliked him for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Good reasons, any. 
<laughs> I, I think you hated him more when six came out. Didn't you? No, he had left by that point. Oh, <laughs> oh and he so, came back for seven. Like, yeah, he did. He came back. He left. For, he left for six, and I was like, "Oh, great! Yes, going back to survival horror." And then six was worse. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they brought him back. You got to fix this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Carry on, mate. Well, uh, in 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 the YouTube series of the of the making of Resident Evil Seven, he. Mm-hmm. Decided to mention that uh, the start of a new that Resident Evil Seven was the start of a new kind of survival horror and of a new series, pretty much. So in a way, it's kind of a reboot, but not really. I guess it's trying to say. Yeah. Uh, he also added, "We're already thinking about various plans for the next game, but we if but we also want to see how we can continue to evolve the survival horror itself." Well, hmm. Mike, you're already going at it. So what do you think of it? <laughs> Are we sticking to first person, or is he going to try and re- reinvent once again? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm not su- well. First of all, I'm not surprised that they think about it already. I always thought that with seven, they would fast. If seven was a success, which obviously has been, they would fast track Resident Evil Eight. It's kind of like what they did with Resident Evil Four came out. They announced Resident Evil Five literally half a year after Resident Evil Four came out, even though Resi Five took like three years to come out after that, they still announced it in the same year that four was out. So it's kind of, I think it's kind of that scenario again, Resident Evil seven is the same. It's not a reboot, but it's kind of like a soft reboot, a major reinvention. That's exactly what they're going for. So it wouldn't be surprised if we see seven out in seven, sorry, eight out in a couple of years time or whatever. Um, they've probably, probably been quick, quietly planning it, um, over the last couple of months or so. But, um, I don't know. I would be surprised if they. I wouldn't be surprised if they stuck with first person. I think it worked really well. I personally wouldn't mind it being first person. Um, if they do change it again, then I just hope they don't go back to the five and six star. Not that I didn't. I enjoyed them for what they were, but there's there's no need to go back to the the action and the more action oriented um, kind of approach when you've already when they've gone showed that they can do a, a proper survival horror game and it can sell well. There's obviously a market for that now. So as long as they keep that kind of, um, that feel, you know, that type of gameplay, you know, the very, you know, the puzzle solving, the conserving your ammo, all of that what kind of stuff. What is that in the background? What? Could anyone hear like a weird bangity sound in the background or is that just me? I can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I heard a clunky noise. Okay, good. I thought I was just, you know, going crazy. <laughs> don't worry, Ben. Um, yes, uh, what was I saying? So, um, yeah, so um, I don't mind what they do as long as they don't, um, as long as they just don't go back to like, at, you know, Gears of Evil kind of thing. It doesn't really bother me. I think that they, they'd be wise to stick with first person because it worked really well. I just think, I think they can build upon that by having definitely having more enemy variety. I think that was a major letdown of seven. They can, they can, they, they can learn from that. But the rest of the stuff was done really well. Maybe a few more puzzles that were a little bit, that you know, a little bit more difficult because even though they had some, there were a lot of puzzles in the game. They weren't exactly that complicated, really. Maybe apart from the shadow ones, um, even though it was good to see them in there. They weren't. I think like Resident Evil One, uh, for example, had better puzzles. I think if they go back to that kind of level, you know, requiring just a little bit of thinking at least, you know, a little bit more, you know. Um, then that would be good, but I'd be happy with first person completely. I think they they're onto a good template. I mean, why you know why why risk changing that? Um, if they want to evolve survival horror, they can still do all sorts of different things in, in still using first person. You know, there's no need to change that. So I, I, I like to I like them to stay with it. 
But um, yeah, I've, with Resident Evil Remake 2, they should have it as a classic Star Wars, definitely. But that's just me adding that little bit on there. So yeah, um, I'm, I can't wait to see what they do. I think a lot of people will be really pissed off if they changed that to first person. Yeah, there's no need to do that. No, I don't need to do that. I think Remake 2 is a, is a great way to show that they can still do both and still have quality in both styles, I think. Yeah. I mean, we do have the Not A Hero DLC that's still coming out uh, here yeah. in the future soon, uh, which yeah. I'm assuming is going to be a lot more action-y than um, Resident Evil 7 was in general. Um, yeah, it's meant to be. And so hopefully that's not a sign that they're going to go all more action-y in 8. No, no, I think, <laughs> in some I think ways, yeah. I hope they do that with eight. Have the eight be like survivally horror, and then have the DLC be more actually those where you please both crowds. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't hurt. I mean, they've done a lot of different things with DLC with Resident Evil Seven already, so they played on lots of different things. You know, one of them was you know they've had puzzle stuff with that bedroom stuff. They've had more you know the uh, nightmare thing was more action. That was just basically shooting, and they had the. Uh, card game and stuff so they've done lots of different things so that's pretty pretty cool um yeah but no, not a hero should be we should hear about that soon i mean they said spring and it's already like mid-april now it can't you know i'll be surprised if we um don't hear something by the end of the month for release date for sure yeah yeah what about you neil you really enjoyed seven didn't you yeah yeah i did very much so it's um mainly because it brought back a lot of what made the series work you know in the early days and i see no reason they can't continue that with the same setup they got now just build upon it improve upon it as i said more enemy variety would be great um obviously the problem that some will have and i think resident evil 2 it may be the problem some people did have with resident evil 2 was that it went from this tight mansion setup that's you know designed to perfection to a more sprawling sort of thing and it some people that didn't click now there would be the temptation to do that i'd imagine for this to make it bigger and more areas and places and sure they could do that but i think if they're going to do that then maybe the the gamble they want to take is to segment the game somewhat like uh you have an area a fairly large area you have to do everything in that area before you can get to the next area to get out of it. And then you can't go back. It's like you know, pretty much how you'd found with certain areas in seven anyway. But to so but then you could make the game look bigger, feel bigger, whilst also containing that tight focused area of play and design. I think that would be the best way to go with that. Sounds good. Hmm. Uh, what about you, Ben? You you don't, you're not a big Resident Evil fan, though, right? No, not really at all. Um, well, I'm not. I, I like I like the series. I'm just not a big fan of actually. Yeah, but it's one of those things. I can see why it's such a good series, but it's not my thing. Uh, Did you play seven at all? Out of interest? No, I didn't play seven. Oh, okay. Well, you technically, yeah. You VR demo where you almost pooped your pants. Yeah, I played the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, right, okay, yeah. Uh, but the uh, Eurogamer yeah, Expo. Yeah, you play technically, you play Resident Evil 7 before anyone else, for yeah. any of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But all I know is, with the next one being Resident Evil 8, they better tie in, tie in some sort of hate 
sort of motif because you know eight hate yeah i know <laughs> yeah. very good <laughs> yeah, well um some big news came out uh during the big uh star wars event that's been going on this weekend uh we finally got a trailer and a lot of news and a lot and an actual release date for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Woohoo! <laughs> I want it so much. Who is excited for Battlefront 2? Me, 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 me. Really, Ben? You don't even like Star Wars, dude. I, I like Star Wars. <laughs> I just didn't like Battlefront because I like my single player with my multiplayer normally. Especially when it comes to shooter games because I like just to sometimes just, you know not be competitive so that's the reason why i didn't like battlefront because it missed something that i i feel like unless it's an mmo i feel like it needs a bit of a single player always uh even mmos you've got your single player content so in a a sense if you understand what i mean yeah Yeah, well in this one it looks like they've learned a, a big lesson from their first release we've got a game with single player with co-op modes, multiplayer. We have areas that span all of the movies, pretty much. All the three prequel movies, the three original movies, the new movie going into The Last Jedi that's coming out during Christmas time, which is going to be DLC, of course. We're getting cool characters. Darth Maul, Yoda, Kylo Ren, Luke is back. A lot of stuff happening here. Did you know, Luke? We truly are the last of the Jedi. Criterion is back, <laughs> working on the actual space battles for this game. So we know there's going to be space battles, which is exciting. Awesome. Um, yeah. If I'm right, it's Jade Redmond's team that is working on the single player, not dice as well. Even better. And there is no season oh, pass. Game too. What's that? And they're working on their own Star Wars game as well. Yeah. And there's no se- no season pass. Even better. There will yeah. be no season pass for Battlefront 2. Correct. <laughs> yeah, uh, the story apparently follows the uh, Infernal Squad. Uh, if you don't know who that is, I'm, it's actually canon in the Star Wars universe. Uh, it's a kind of a side story of characters uh, that fought for the Empire. So you're actually playing bad guys in the story mode, apparently, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, but they were around during uh, Rogue One, if you saw Rogue One. Uh, I don't think they actually make an appearance, but there's a book coming out. Uh, it's canon to the story, so that's the squad you get to play as, the Infernal Squad. So that should be interesting. The book comes out July 25th. And there it is. Sorry. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'll take over while Gary's... Um, so yeah, it's, who's most excited for the Star Wars Battlefront 2s? Uh... Neil. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I like that they're you know, taking the Titanfall 2 route and making all the stuff you know, not season pass orientated. Microtransactions. You want that Luke lightsaber? £5.99. Yeah, there'll be that. <laughs> but, you know, if you're going to do it, that's the most tolerable way of doing it, to be honest. Because, like I said, Titanfall 2, they have that sort of thing but it doesn't make any difference to the main game you know it doesn't give you any edge it just makes your things look different to everyone else's and it's fine that's fine what i don't like is the talk of no season passes but they don't mention that there's no expansions 
for anything like that. As much as they yeah. say this, the wording, it being EA, you have to be careful with the wording. Because if they say no season passes, but they don't say no expansions, they're going to do expansions. Well, they said so that they don't want the... Um, uh, I think I read it sound like they don't want the uh, player base fragmented with pe- paid for maps. So Yeah, but, you know, EA... It's, it's in the uh, it's in the cost. They're, Not really. they're always <laughs> there. Always just seems to be a problem in there somewhere where they'll do something that seems positive, but then there's something behind it that makes it. That, yeah, I Wasn't mean, we it saw Ubisoft. It I think it was that said there'll be no more season passes for Ubisoft games. Mm. But then after they announced that, Steep got announced with a season pass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which is like, no season think, passes except for that one. Starting now. <laughs> no, 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 starting now. Now. <laughs> so, yeah, so it looks like they're doing the right thing so far. I mean, it looks like it'll be a, a bigger game. I imagine that story is going to be pretty much a, oh, you were evil for most of the story, but then you saw the wrong of what you were doing and you turned to the good side. I guarantee it. I guarantee that will be the to- story turn in that. Uh, also, you, like, I mean, you signed the trailer, the destruction of the Death Star as well. Yeah. Um, so... We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Just, I, I do hope that it is Raymond's team doing the, not and not Dice because Dice really can't do stories that well. And <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, and even even from Battlefield One got such positive press for that starting out, but then what I've heard since is how awful the story is. So who knows at that one? We can but hope. We can but hope. Hey, if it, it just needs to be better than the, the last one, which was good but shallow and you know quite you know, money hungry as a, a game goes. So it, it's no surprise that game is like a tenner most places at this point because yeah, that is pretty much you're paying the entry fee. Yeah, but yeah, good, good. I, I, I should mention the release date. It is coming out November seventeenth and. If you pre-order, I think, some digital deluxe or some deluxe version of the game, uh, you get three-day early access for on the 14th. Yeah. Uh, it's the Motive Studios, which is Jade Raven's group that's working on the single player. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, we did get a box art of Star Wars Andromeda, apparently. The exact same box art they use for Andromeda. <laughs> uh, <laughs> along with another box art of Darth Maul and Ray in the background, which I thought was actually looks pretty cool. But was Mass Effect just the glitchy version of Star Wars' cover? <laughs> we'll, f- we'll find out, won't we? Uh, what about you, Mike? What are you? Are you excited for Battlefront Two? Are you a big Star Wars fan? Yeah, I like Star Wars a lot. Um, I'm a new. I'm probably quite new to it compared to some people. I've only been to Star Wars about ten years. I mean, I like the films. I've watched them all of them. I've watched the last. The, the last few that's come out, like Episode 7 and Rogue One, I watched them in the cinema, I really enjoyed them. Um, I'm not really, I haven't really played many Star Wars games at all. I, did, I played a bit of uh, Battle, the original Battlefront, but not really, just, that was just seeing it around the mate's house, really. But I know it was a bit lacking, obviously, there was no single-player experience, and I could see why people were upset compared to the other ones, even though I never played them. They obviously had, you know everything on off of the you know all the space battles and everything else but this one you know i've i've done a lot of stories on this on this game so just from that i you know i've, I've learned you know, obviously what's coming you know 
that you know a single player campaign there you know trying to right all the wrongs for um of the previous one with this so i can see it, it does sound pretty good i mean i'm sure if there was any star wars game i'd buy and play it would be this one um but yeah i mean i yeah i i mean i'm a fan i'm just not probably you know I guess, you know, Lord of the Rings, I'm more of a fan of than Star Wars. Because, I mean, I've, I've got plenty of games, quite a few games on Lord of the Rings and stuff. I'm probably more knowledgeable on Lord of the Rings, just using that as sort of, a you know, another big franchise kind of thing. But, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just, you know, I hope that they do deliver on what they promised, first of all, because it sounds like they could, um, they definitely drop the ball with the... Uh, original battlefront well or the reboot or whatever you want to call it from 2015 so yeah but no i'm keeping my eye on this one yeah all righty and what about you ben you seem to be an adamant voice for battlefront 2 it has a single player <laughs> for, for a guy player, you care more about the single player yeah I I, I want to I, I I like the Star Wars single player games as well as the multiplayer section. So, hell, I love Star Wars Force Unleashed. So, if I can get something that's even half as good, uh, half as fun as that, I'll be I'll be happy. Speaking of which, the Force Unleashed is going to be in this game as well. You get to play as uh, the Star Killer, I think it was his name. Yes, I liked him. He's a big character as well. Cool. Um, so there's going to be content from the Force Unleashed, which, from what I remember, they said it was no longer canon, but I guess it's canon again. So it's uh, it's half canon. Maybe, maybe it's just, <laughs> maybe it's just a dream. Ooh. Half canon. So is he going to come back and still be the most badass character in all Star Wars, like he was supposed to be? <laughs> Find out. <laughs> um, I'm personally am excited. I did enjoy the trailer. Uh, I didn't care at all for the first Battlefront they released. Uh, I loved the original Battlefront games back on the mm-hmm. PS2. They were tremendous fun. Um, the first one, very, very disappointed by it. Um, they obviously kept a lot of stuff that they included in there, like the rechargeable grenades are now in Battlefield 1 as well, I believe. Um, a lot of good stuff that they introduced. Uh, no reloading because you had laser weapons why you need to reload them. Um, but yeah, um, I can I, I can see where some people can still be uh, hesitant about it because it is Dice, it is EA, um, but I think they've learned their lesson from the first game, and I'm excited. <clears throat> I'm I'm more excited that they're actually doing an original story rather than doing a story that just follows all eight movies um, one by one, and you play different characters. I actually like that it's. Uh, completely original story being done for it. It'll be interesting to see how it works, though, in the Battlefront universe. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. Well, uh, let's move on to the MPD number, shall we? Everybody Okey welcome. doke. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Woo! NPDs were, uh, for March 2017, were very, very interesting. PlayStation 4 once again beat out the oh Xbox. Oh my god, I'm shocked. For the fifth month in a row. Um, so, yeah, it's not really surprising. PlayStation's had, like, ten exclusive games released on the PS4. Microsoft well, the has PS4 had... PS4 has no games. That's what people <laughs> keep telling me. Yeah, it has a lot of indie games, though, right? <laughs> 
but neither one was able to beat out Nintendo's new debut console. I called it. I called it. She took the number one spot in March. It'll be very interesting to see if they can keep that going into April NPDs. Remember when Um, I called that, Gary? (laughs) Yes, you did call it. But to be fair, a new console always usually debuts pretty strong, and then we'll see what happens down the line. Um, Yeah, uh, Nintendo Switch moved 900,000 units in this... Or in the in the first month, which is pretty damn good, very close to a million in a month. Um, excited to see that for them. A uh, Breath of the Wild for the Switch sold nine hundred twenty five thousand copies. So twenty five thousand people have the game, but not the console, <laughs> which is mind boggling. Uh, this, of course, doesn't count digital copies, so we don't know about that. Um, yeah, what are you guys' impressions of this, Neil? Start with you. Um. I, I kind of expected Nintendo to win this month regardless, but yeah, it's, it's good to see them doing that well. I, I do wonder if uh, next month will be the teller on if it keeps you know, a steady pace. But uh, yeah, I mean, Christ, this was this was a point Microsoft needed to win uh, uh, in some way, shape or form. And uh, we were saying before the show that uh, when everyone has their little statements, which you know, Sony were very quiet about it this month, understandably because they're not winning and <laughs> no one ever wants to be saying much when they're not winning uh but uh microsoft putting out a statement that was garbling on about their online and how many people are online it's like across the xbox platform as well i might add not just the xbox one um yeah it just reads like yeah we'll talk about anything that isn't the figures that's just yeah, it makes me worry that if they don't hit the ground running with the Scorpio, they'll just be like, "Yeah, sod it, we'll leave it to die." It just, it's just they don't seem to be, they don't seem to be as aggressive about it. So either that's because they're gearing up to be majorly aggressive in the next couple of months, or for Scorpio, or they've just lost that will to win, knowing they're so far behind. But we'll see. Quantum, I think it's going to get worse because they announced the Scorpio. So if people are going to buy the Scorpio, they're definitely not going to be buying an Xbox One right now. So mm. sales might even drop drastically as people wait for that to come out. Yeah, pretty much. It's that's the worst part about it. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, unless unless they have like something god tier in their exclusives as well. It's just. But, was, but if they don't buy an Xbox between now and Scorpio, they'll miss all those amazing Xbox games like um Tumbleweeds, Tumbleweeds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Here's though, like I think it was a good move for them to kind of reveal the specs and everything uh, as they did, I believe yeah. last week. I, yeah, I don't actually get anyone it's complaining about nine thousand. It's like two Goku powered. It's like. I remember Sony did similar, obviously, with the PS4 reveal. It's like they released the specs first and what it would do. And then everyone was like, yeah, but what does it look like? It's like, what does it fucking matter? <laughs> Seriously, it's just like you want to know what the console can do. Yeah, yeah sure, you want to see how the games actually run, not like a, a bullshit reel for Forza. It, but, uh, you know, as a, as a slightly out the gate before E3 thing of just saying, this is what our console can do, that's a fine move, yeah. So always a bit dubious to get an entire, you know, 
uh, media site to sort of cover it the way they did with Eurogamer and uh, Digital Foundry, obviously being the same network. Um, yeah, and being pretty equal in their praise of this, that, and the other. It's, it's, it, it, it makes you a little suspicious, regardless of how you know, fair and grounded they might be. But uh, I don't know. Well, I think we talked about it last week. It's just, it's fine. It can be the most powerful machine on earth. But if it's got nothing to run but Xbox 360 games, then what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, hopefully, because they revealed all the specs, they can focus on games at E3 rather than yeah the console. Um, and talking about what it's capable of, capable of, and what it's going to be able to do. So, yeah. Um, Mike, what about you? What? How do you take this news of Nintendo dominating? Uh, just uh, one thing. You can can you guys hear me all right? Yep. Oh, cool. Uh, it did work. Then I was I'm mute. I was uh, muting myself because of, I think my I was using my keyboard and apparently it's very very loud. So I muted myself. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised about Nintendo. I mean, it's um I I think seem to remember reading um uh sort of in in the month that it um a month or so after it released or, you know, it, it was early March, wasn't it? So um, a couple of, from a couple of weeks ago, I remember reading that it had done very well reports saying that it, you know, it, it was off to a really, really good start. So I could sense that it was all, you know, I think it's going to be, it's going to shake things up a bit. Um, I'm pretty, um, I'm happy. I mean, I, I haven't uh, bought a Nintendo console since the Wii, the original Wii. And even with that, I didn't play many games. It was pretty much, um, Zelda and Mario and the odd like you know Umbrella Chronicles or whatever. So um, I haven't really been into a Nintendo console since the GameCube. But I want you know I'm I'm rooting for them still. I've always loved Nintendo. They'll you know play you know it's my first console when I was younger out of the the major ones. You know not counting Atari. You know I, I went on to Sega after Nintendo. So I've always wanted to kind of come out with another console that will excite me, and this one does. I was almost quite tempted to. Um, buy one at one stage couldn't really afford it but um you know zelda alone looks fantastic i just what i want to see is just um for the next couple of months to see how third party support is you know i really hope capcom get on board properly instead of um you know dicking around like they did with the wii u you know they didn't even port remake over when it was like a nintendo exclusive on the gamecube it's like that's retarded that is they should have totally bought that over um, so yeah, hopefully they get some good third, third party support. Um, it's kind of funny about Zelda, obviously, you know, out of center of the console itself, but I'm guessing, you know, I, I'm not quite sure exactly how that works, but you know, it's Zelda. Maybe people are just buying it now and picking up maybe, I don't know, maybe some of them, some people have already been bought the console and they've been bought as gifts for someone or whatever. I don't know, but, uh, I, someone else. I seem to remember that happening with other games before where the um a particular game, a big game gets um it so- sells more than a new hardware launch. And I can't remember what it was, but I'm sure I've read that before. Um as for Nintendo, uh, sorry, Microsoft and Sony, I mean yeah, Sony are like you said, Neil, unless Sony are actually winning, they don't usually comment on anything. And Microsoft always find time to comment even if they're not winning, which obviously isn't very much um <laughs> in the monthly sales, but um yeah, it's kind of like they're clutching at anything, clutching at straws now. Anything they can, uh, kind of like shine in a positive light. Whether it's like you know, like you said, whatever it was, like to do with online, how many people are online or whatever. So you know, it's like, oh yeah, okay, we sold, it didn't sell so well, but this did well. So let's you know, let's trumpet that. So you know, but um, obviously with Sony, it's like yeah, we won this month or nothing at all. So there we go. Um, it'd be interesting to actually see the actual numbers because they never show how many they've actually sold. Even when they're winning, Sony never say 
how many consoles they sold each month. Uh, I don't think they've done that since the PS3 days, actually. I remember they used to reveal actual raw data, or the NPD group at least did. But um, I, think, you know, I think numbers are just so nuts now in such a quick time that it's hard to sort of keep up, yeah. keep up with what's going on. That's why they just, you know, every now and again we go, oh, this is what we sold to date. There you go. It's just as yeah. nice. Because it, it, it is, things are just selling at ridiculous rates. Yeah, I mean, you can consider the Xbox One a failure, but it, as you know, in the history of consoles, it's still quite high. You know, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's just it's a relative failure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, like you said, then it'd be interesting to see how well the uh, uh, the Switch can sound next month. You know, whether it can keep up that momentum because we've seen consoles before where they just dropped right down after their like, after their debut. So um yeah that'd be interesting to see but you know it's good I'm pleased to see I'm 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 pleased with Nintendo you know I am definitely and uh, I just hope that they I hope that they um avoid a lot of the Wii U mistakes that's all you know lack of um third party developers um you know big you know case months of software droughts you know particularly the exclusive yeah. so it'd be nice if they can kind of rectify that but yeah um it, yeah it should be good I mean yeah I also agree about I think you know. A lot of people obviously know about the Scorpio now. It's you know they've announced formally announced it will be at E3, so obviously that's going to hurt Xbox One sounds as well. I think because um, people might be waiting for that. But um, I mean I'm not I'm not too fussed about it. I can't afford a, another damn console, so um, I'm happy with what I got. But yeah, um, that's yeah I'm done with that. That's how I feel anyway. <laughs> and uh, Ben, you called it Nintendo. Yeah, I called it. I knew it. <laughs> because I am the genius of sales. I am the new... I want to say new Michael Patcher, but then I'd get everything wrong. I am the new yeah. anti-Michael Patcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome, man. Uh, anything else you want to add for Sony or Microsoft? Well, I want to say that I, fa- I remember the graph. For, uh, see, I know how powerful the Xbox is from the... the um, uh, the specs, but how does it rate for Dragon Ball Z characters? Well, I remember the PS3 was a Ginyu Force and a First Form Freezer, and then the PS4 was a Final Form Freezer and an army of Ginyu Forces. So obviously the PS4 Pro is a full-powered Freezer and an army of Ginyu Forces. So the Scorpio must be Golden Form Freezer and slightly less Ginyu Forces. Wouldn't it just be like a million Krillin? potentially lots of power but nothing much to show well that's why i thought golden freezer because although it was really powerful it got really weak very fast (laughs) because it was powerful but it didn't have the stamina to keep going that's true this is very true um and then of course the wii u is a million yamchas (laughs) (laughs) you love it but you know there's some faults but you still keep going back to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, it, it's definitely going to be interesting to see if Nintendo can even make the second spot uh, going forward simply because now that Zelda is out, um, nothing really big is coming for, for the Switch right now. I'm sure you have a bunch of the indie games coming out. You we have... got Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, but everybody who wants Mario Kart 8 already has it on the Wii U. Um, I want it for the Switch. I never played it on the Wii U. Well, there you go. If you haven't played it, then yeah, you'll buy it. But 
Mario Kart isn't a system seller like Zelda is. Especially one that's available for a lot cheaper on a much cheaper console right now. I think it will be a bit of a system seller. I don't think it'll be Zelda levels of system selling, but I do think it will... They bundle it up with something. I do think it will do bundle up with the Switch yeah. at all. I it, do think it will help push sales. They also have a a, you know, a bigger active base right now, and yeah. so than the Wii U. So technically speaking, it it's a very good time to sort of try it. So yeah, I'd give it a shot. Give it I a think shot. it'll get at least second place next month out of the Switch. Mm. It might even pick. What I don't even know what, what PS4 games are out next month. <sighs> Well, that, that's a good question. Well, not just PS4 games, but stuff like Prey and uh, what else is that? Injustice 2, things like that. So, which, yeah, multi-format stuff. So there's no real um, yeah. singular format stuff other than that. So yeah, it's, it's a slightly quiet time for Sony. Well, I want to say the Switch will be first place again next month then. Yeah, I think so. It's like, because everything uh, goes if, quiet. If, 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 if. If if Nintendo can stock it, well, yeah. <laughs> it depends if they really want to sell it. Which yeah, I, do I you want it, sales? And yes, it will reach first. If they don't yeah. want sales, it won't. Yeah, I mean June could be a bit different. If yeah, all these rabid Crash Bandicoot fans will come out of the woodwork, of course, all six of them to buy every <laughs> copy going. Damn it, you knew my plan. Naughty Dog's biggest work today. and uh, I'd say, damn it, you know my plan, but we all know that there's only one game I'm buying in June. What's this? Uh, Final uh, 14's expansion is June. Oh, I thought it was Cast 3, Driven to Win. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I've, I've got exclusive rights. Exclusive oh, no. early access rights to the Planet 2000 sequel. Planet 2001, <laughs> Space Odyssey. Oh, you were talking about that big... Um, MMORPG, of course, and its expansion. The Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Where the uh, um, community manager asked me how you take screenshots in Final Fantasy for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, by the way. She is an amazing person. And I hope mm. she enjoys a holiday in Japan that she's going on to. Splendid. I want a holiday in Japan. It's bullshit. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> Yeah, but Sony have got good summer. Yeah. Sorry, just to chip in. Sony have got a decent summer with that. When you have post D three that we know of, you have the likes of the Crash Bandicoot stuff, which will do well. Let's be honest; it's going to people want it. You'll have Middle Earth Shadow of War. You'll have the Yakuza Kiwami will be out. I know that won't sell huge, but it will be good for that. And yeah, it's yeah, Gary. You know, I met her when she was still community manager for Rocksteady. And she gave me a load of Batman Arkham Asylum merch, like some behind, you know, composer CD stuff. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice person. Uh, I, th- I think it'll be interesting to see with Nintendo as well. Um, I think when we see the virtual console finally launch, and if the rumored GameCube games will be part of it, I think that's going to be a big game changer for them as well. Um, I think a lot of people will pick up a Switch to replay a lot of those GameCube games. Um, I know I've been waiting for it for a long time, so that could easily push Nintendo back on top. Oh, fuck yeah. Super Monkey Ball. (laughs) (laughs) I say that don't dismiss the power of having portable Minecraft as well in May for Switch. I mean, uh, yes, everyone in the world owns it twice over, but 
know, hasn't stopped GTA 5 being in the charts every week. So, yeah, with that big installed face for a game that you could take on the go and, you know, take back home again, that, uh, you know, for a game that's still very popular, but could be a winner. Yeah, and Stardew Valley as well. Yeah, with Stardew Valley and Ultra Street Fighter 2 is yeah. very, I mean, Christ, <laughs> I love the sound of that. It just... Stardew Valley has online co-op, doesn't it? For Switch, mm. exclusively for the Switch too. Yeah. So, oh Christ, you know it's got it's not star- huge yeah. amount of stuff, but you know you think about that, and they've got stuff like Splatoon two, of course, later in the summer. They could do well over summer, and all this time, Microsoft has to hope that they're not going to have to play and catch up with two devices instead of one, because yeah, it's, game after game comes out, and Switch keeps selling well. The, then, problem, yeah, the, the it, one thing the Switch will show, though, is if it does keep selling like it is, and Microsoft keeps going, oh, look at the Scorpio with its 4K graphics and its HDR, super yeah. fast, super sampling, super sexiness, and then everyone comes out with their Switch, which is a mobile GPU running barely at 1080p. <laughs> yeah, relying on old games, <laughs> yeah. and it's still doing well. But it, it, It'll just prove that software sells, not hardware. Yeah. Honestly, like when Mario comes out, come the fall time, we'll see what happens because Mario is massive. And I will buy a Switch just for Mario, and exactly, and, 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 and I want Zelda, but I can't justify a console for one game. But I can justify it for at least three or four games. Okay, just uh, let's put it like this: at the end of the year, say Christmas is coming, yeah. for anyone with a teenager that wants to buy a, a console for Christmas based on games that came out this year. You could get a Switch, which will have Mario Kart, Zelda, it'll have your Minecraft, stuff like that. And then you have the PlayStation 4 with Horizon, an Uncharted game, God knows what else, you know, coming and you know, all the other stuff that's coming out this year. Scorpio, even if it does have some new games, they're yeah, unknown. Yeah. Are they enough to buy the most expensive console on the market for? That's the question. Are they good enough for that? And Halo isn't going to do it anymore. Gears of War isn't going to do it anymore. They aren't enough to entice people to enough people to come over to and it. And they can't say, "Oh, look, it has a 4K Blu-ray player," because yeah. if they want a 4K 4K Blu-ray player, you can get them pretty cheap from Argos or whatever it's just, real it's, yeah, Best Buy it's, or whatever, and you it, can get it in the Xbox S. Yeah, and I said it last week. It, it's an overrated feature that sounds like people want it, but people don't use it as much as they say they want it it's pointless. It's like, i hate to say but it's like backwards compatibility for some consoles everyone's saying re- that we yeah. want we want uh ps1 ps2 ps3 blah 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 for the ps4 but how many people will actually use it i know yeah there'll be i'll admit yeah i'll use it there'll be some games i would use me too absolutely but it, it, would you prefer being able to play a couple of the games or have the yeah working on other new features or new titles. Mm. You see, the Xbox One where they often hype that figure up about all the amount of hours played on backwards compatible games. It's like there's a reason for that. It's because you aren't producing anything new of yeah. merit. It's like when your console has new games, you don't need old games. That's the whole point. You are selling a console to have new stuff. And it's like that's the difference. If you want old games. You know, to go alongside new games, really, that's what PC is for. And to that's be honest, it, my view is, 
the only time backwards compatibility it should be and is pretty much a selling point is the first year of a console's release. Because yeah. the first year, there's not that many games. You've probably just moved over from the old console to your new console. Sure. So you, you want to play some of the games that are coming out still that may not be coming on the new console. Which Sony circumvented mm-hmm. this generation by making sure they got plenty of indies in in the yeah. early months. Yeah, sure, it's not for everyone, but it's clearly enough. But that's the only time I see backwards compatibility being a huge selling point. Unless well, it's a certain company called Nintendo, then it is worth it. And that's exactly what I'm going to say. The thing with Nintendo is their consoles, their older consoles, are really hard to find yeah. and really goddamn expensive to buy. Yeah. So their backwards compatibility games, I think, are perfect. Whereas I can go buy a 360 right now for probably 50 bucks and play all the 360 games that came out on it if I want yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely different with Nintendo. Like you try to buy GameCube online right now, that thing goes for like $350, $400 really? used without the box. Really? Wow, really? In good condition, yeah. Blimey. You can buy one crappy condition with it's all sticky and nasty looking, but go I've try to one, buy GameCube. I've got mine on the it's cupboard super- somewhere. Super Mario Sunshine is going for a hundred dollars. Yeah, I saw. So, put it like this: even not just Nintendo, because even Sony had this to a degree back to the PS2 yeah. days. It's like I saw a copy, a second-hand copy of Shadow of the Colossus for thirty quid. It's like in CEX, and it's just you aren't going to see that with an Xbox, an Xbox game or a 360 game. There's nothing on there that is going to have that value. Inherently. I'm going to call it though that the Wii U will be really expensive in the end, just because of how badly it sold. They don't need to cut their losses on it. They have the money. They're comfortable. They don't need to worry. No, but I mean in the future with the collectors wanting it. Yeah. yeah. The Wii U is going to be one of the most expensive consoles. Yeah, because it's a curio. It's a it's a strange beast. It's yeah. yeah. Like the um, 32X yeah. of a Mega CD. <laughs> those go for a lot. Never forget. Yeah. I, always, I, I wanted the 32X. I never got a Sega Saturn either. Oh, I love me. So I've got Saturn. I've got loads of old consoles still. That's why I'm so glad I I've kept I've got loads, but the, the Sega Saturn is... I've got the I've got a Mega Drive. I've got a Super Nintendo. I've got a Nintendo Entertainment System. I've got an N64. I've got a Dreamcast. I've got a GameCube. Got a PS, nice. I've got two PS1s, a PS2, a PSP, a PS Vita, an original Game Boy, a Pikachu Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance somewhere. I, 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 and none I, of those games have multiplayer online, Ben. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you had a Dreamcast, Ben. Nice yeah, one. Yeah, Dreamcast. I love my Dreamcast. I still play that. I bought it for Sonic Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine's still sat somewhere away. Awesome. It's in, it's in its box again. Mine is literally right behind me now. I'm looking at it. It's set up because I'm going through Shenmue 2 with my niece. <laughs> I do need a new VMU one day, though, so... Yeah. I've wanted to play yeah, again, but my VMU died, so it kind of... Oh. Gary, I wish you lived near me. I'd totally be up to some Power Stone. I'd love, I love to play that game with some friends. Like, I'm just hoping one day Sega will wake up and be like, hey, let's release the Dreamcast collection and, like, bundle six games into one and release it on the PS4. I, can't yeah. on the... I don't care how shitty they are. I don't care if it's Boo Stinger and Carrier. I'll still buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, should we get back on track? Let's get back on track. Yeah. No, Dreamcast games. That is on track. <laughs> Dreamcast I'll pay, Unchained. I'll pay $60 for Power Stone by itself, man. I don't care. Power Stone is one of the best 
like four player fighting games out there to this I day. Paid, I paid fifty quid for a new copy of Resident Evil Three a few years ago, so yeah. I'm with you there. <laughs> You're the people that Gearbox are after. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Except if their name is on it, I won't even buy it. I don't care. <laughs> Hell, I remember anyway, when I paid £110 for Final Fantasy XI when that first came out. And that at the time was $200. And that was the day it came out. Like, I imported oh. it from North America because I didn't want to wait. <laughs> <laughs> and we only had one oh. import star in Scarborough. And that doesn't even exist anymore. So, Damn. <laughs> well, uh, let's move on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. no, no, you don't want to. Uh, let's, move on. Let's, let's move on to what we've been playing. Um, ben, let's start with you. You're usually uh, high-end. Um, oh, yeah, because I've got such a big list normally. You know, <laughs> um, Persona 5. Oh, my God. Two games this week and Final Fantasy fourteen. Nice. Two. How are you enjoying Persona 5? I'm um, like 78 hours in now. Jesus, uh, God. It is amazing. Best game. Yes. Best is this game. your first Persona? A uh, second. You played uh, four or Golden? I played Golden. Nice, yeah. nice. I loved Golden, so that made me want to buy five, and I'm so happy I did. <laughs> did you, by chance, buy the DLC packs that came out? I uh, bought one. I bought Persona Four one, of course, and I, I bought the thingy majigs as well, the summons. Yeah, you get the the battle music from four. From yeah, which area. was good. The only reason why I bought it was because I got that like, ten pound credit. So, oh, for the thing, yeah. yeah. You spend over fifty quid to get ten pound back, so I just use that towards it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of buying the Persona Three pack because I like the battle theme yeah. from the third one. So, oh, yeah. cool. battle theme from Persona Five is the best. It's just amazing. Oh, I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I, I just said I, I wouldn't want to replace it in that sense. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. What about you, Neil? What have you been playing? Oh, what haven't I been playing? <laughs> <laughs> well, since you're playing everything, moving on to Mike. <laughs> um, bit of this, bit of that, really. Um, mostly this weekend, especially, been playing Titanfall 2. Yes. Yeah, just lots of it. Lots and lots of hours of it. It's just, oh, God, I love that game. Literally now, I am pretty much say behind Persona 5, it's yeah, second best game of this gen for me. It's just and you know the best shooter I've played in in years. It's, it's so simple yet so fun. It has a depth to it still. Ah, just great. No matter how long I take away from it and come back again, I, I'm very quickly back into it and just like yeah, it's just a grand grand time. I can't fault it at all at this point. It's just. It, I, I, you know, as much as I knew I liked it and loved it, it just then I never thought I'd be playing it a week and week weeks after it came out, and yeah, here I am. Um, well, sort of play a bit of. Uh, I played Uncharted: Drake's Fortune, the the PS4 remastered version. Oh yeah! Which, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I had World of Final Fantasy, and I just found it boring and complex and. Just nat. So, so I, I jacked it in along with Lego Worlds and uh, grabbed myself a copy of Doom and uh, the Uncharted collection. So yeah, I, I haven't t- had that already. What the Uncharted, Uncharted collection. collection? No, no, I didn't get it. So oh, wow, I was waiting for it to go down in price. So uh, here it was, a chance to buy it. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, um, I don't like Uncharted Drake's Fortune. I really don't still. It's just I, I've always wondered how anyone can just sort of revere it in any kind, because even back in 2007, it felt like, oh, okay, this game's gimmick is they talk, make jokes with each other. They want to be Indiana Jones, and his shirt gets wet. Look at that. Like, but even with the change controls, which, thank God, um, it's still way too sensitive. It's like Jack 2 sensitive, where you're trying to do the stupid hoverboard bits in Jack 2. And, ugh, yuck. I hate that part of it. It's fun <laughs> enough. You know, as a story, it's all right. It's fun enough. You know, the dialogue is obviously fun in that regard but yeah the minute you get into the the minute there's even a hint of the, the whole end game stuff and the stupid monsters it's just yeah it's just like nah i'm done i want to be done with this now and the jet ski things can fuck off to a nearby river they're just uh oh neil you're breaking right. my heart <laughs> it's again this is why uncharted 2 it's why uncharted 2 is such a brilliant sequel because it takes all that was wrong with the first game and just kicks it in the balls and pushes it into a new height it's just it is brilliant in every way that the first one isn't you know it's like that it's just it's a clunky feel to the first uncharted i will say i like the fact that the art style doesn't age too badly because it has that sort of stylized cartoonish look to the whole thing you know where they're not quite realistic but they they lean into realism and i like that about it that it stay it probably Age is better than the two and three in a way because of that. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's tolerable enough to go through, but barely, you know. It's like I'm doing it because I just want to do them in order. Because I know if I start Uncharted 2, I won't play the first one. That'd be it. So, and that would feel like a waste. It's like, and, yeah, some trophies for free. So, <laughs> can't fault it. I uh, hate, that's the one thing I hate about the collection is they change the trophies. And they got rid of all the cool ones and replaced them with kill this many dudes with this gun. Really? It's worst. Yeah, like Uncharted 2, they took out the Marco Polo trophy where you swim in the pool. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah, they got rid of it and they just replaced it with kill this dude 30 times. With- yeah, I hate those. Yeah, with a shotgun, 30 times Access with some machine gun. Mode thing. Accessing the photo mode is a trophy in the first game. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool. You really wanted people to go in and see that? camera mode it's like you know it's just phone mode's fine in games obviously but yeah i think the first uncharted is probably not the best sort of use of that as a tool i eh, can't throw it either way it's a it's nice enough right it's like um can i actually talk about anything else i played pez i suppose a lot this week that was it but you know that's football and what can i say it's football <laughs> it's it's the only way I'm going to enjoy football at the moment with being an Arsenal fan. So it's uh, uh yes. Yeah. I've got to that stage of the season where I'm just like, yeah, I don't give a shit what's going on in real football. The, the, the pretend football is more fun now. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think there's only one other thing I, I played that I can't talk about yet because embargo is not till Tuesday. But uh, it's an interesting one. Let's put it that way. It's. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that next week. Not necessarily because it's good or bad. It's just, it's different. So, yeah, get to that, I'm sure. Oh, and I also reviewed Lego City Undercover, which is, of course, the review that took me to be the greatest reviewer of all time on PSU. And uh, (laughs) it's it's a good game. I just think they've not done enough to uh, 
take advantage of the PS4's hardware stuff. There's stuff in there that you can say, yeah, that's a Wii U game. No well, doubt about actually, it. it's weird. It's it runs better and looks better in places on the Switch. Well, yeah, because I think the Switch yeah. is better suited to it. To be honest, yeah. I said that to Gary when he was saying about wanting to get it. I said, yeah, the Switch version will probably be a better bet. It's, yeah, if uh, you watch the Digital Foundry com- uh, comparison. Yeah, it's, it, it looks a bit more smoother on the PS4, but it actually has less texture popping and stuff like that on the actual Switch. Yeah. Like yeah, they showed just... off a fence where the fence didn't load in until you were right next to it on the PS4, but on the Switch it was there with a pretty far draw distance. Yeah. Also, the audio is uh, another issue because the audio was... This podcast was sponsored by Switch. Switch it up. <laughs> On the uh, original Wii U version, of course, you had uh, audio coming through the tablet thing and the telly, which you know they could have done for the PS4 by having stuff coming through the pad, but they've not bothered. So the audio levels go weird. There's st- sometimes music will override dialogue and vice versa, and it's just so you can't hear something properly. Oh, yeah. And it's- that for some reason makes me remind reminds me that I also played Drawn to Death. Oh yes, drawn to death, which yeah. Gary reviewed actually. So we'll get onto that, I'm sure, in a minute. It's uh, but yeah, that, that's me for the week. I think actually, yeah, I'm done. You talk What's about the, the microphone thing reminded me of the tutorial where it's like to reload, shout reload to your controller. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I actually did that too. I did. I did as well. Brilliant. Yeah, it's like yeah. they're like, ha ha, that does it. There's no actual microphone. Yeah, I should have known that because I knew this, but I still decided to try it out. Mr. Miguel, what have you been playing? <laughs> Besides playing Cougar Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, many things, my comrade, many things. We're often with glass of vodka in hand. Yes, very good, very good. <laughs> um... I haven't actually been playing many games this week, to be honest. I've been. Oh, this actually—it's funny. This playing week, games with their hearts. <laughs> I wish. Oh, no, I've actually been. This week has been pretty busy for me, like in, you know, socially wise and everything. I've been pretty much out most evenings, actually, catching up with friends or doing whatever. Um, I've only been, I've played a bit of Shadow of Mordor. I'm still going through that. Um, still enjoying that. So I'm getting more difficult, which is um always good. Um, still addictive as ever. Um. I've also been going I've going on a bit of Resi 5 just on the Mercenaries mode because it's just so easy to dip into now and then, you know, try and beat my score on a certain character. You know, it's on the hard drive, so it's so easy just to quickly boot up. Um, and uh, playing some Ghost Recon with my mates and stuff, that's that's still pretty fun. Um, I was shocked to review, read some of the reviews about that game. I think it got like a 5 out of 10 OPM. I don't think it's anywhere near as... I think that's a bit harsh. It's It's... I think it's a good game. I mean, it's not perfect, but the open world is really good. It looks decent. It's fun. To, I think with, it's certainly one of those games, kind of like Destiny, where it's tailor-made for um, co-op, though. I can't imagine playing it very much uh, as a single-player game. With, with mates, you know, the tactical side of it really comes out and the communication. I think I, I find it pretty satisfying, actually. And it's massive as well. I mean, seriously, the, the amount of content in that game. So, yeah, I'm enjoying that. Um uh, apart from that, I'm finishing Gears of War 2. Uh, that's about it, really. Um, like I said, I was pretty busy this week. 
uh, between gym and socialising and all sorts of other things. So, um, yeah, I did, didn't really have much time for games, which is a shame, um, but I put a bit more time in over the Easter break and everything. So I'm hoping to... Um, I was hoping to play uh, the Disney collection over the weekend, but sadly that wasn't... I wasn't able to do that. Uh, but, um, yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. I wish I had more to say. Um, I reckon, hopefully, I'm hoping to dive more into some games in the next couple of weeks, actually, because it's been a while before I've really sort of had a really long kind of gaming session. It's been, you know, just bit here and bit there, really. So, um, yeah, um, I think I'm, um, I think I'll uh, sort of stay indoors a bit more now and play some games. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Awesome, awesome. Uh, well, I've been playing a lot. Um, cool. Like Neil said, I, I played and reviewed uh, Drawn to Death, which is free on PS right now, which I always assumed the game was going to be free to play in the first place, but apparently it's a $20 game. Well, it went from oh. free to play to um, pay to play. Yeah, so it was $19.99 for one hour. But yeah, so I, I, I still reviewed- find it funny that I got, the be- I got the trophies in the closed beta test. <laughs> Nice, very nice. Um, you also played it, Ben. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was it was pretty good. I don't think it was like a 4 out of 10 like IGN says it was. Um, I know uh, David Jaffe, who, who is the director of that game, he gets, he gets a bad flag these days um, simply because people just don't really like his attitude, I guess. Um, and I get and and uh, a lot of the attitude and, and the themes in Drawn to Death, I guess, offended a lot of people, um, which I can understand. It is it can be quite offensive, but I think it fits with the mood that they're trying to, or or the type of world that you're in. I should say, um, you're pretty much playing a game uh, in a sketch pad of some punk kid who probably will act and draw these kinds of things in his notepad so in a way it makes sense to me so i wasn't offended by it whatsoever um i know a lot of people were um but it it is a fun game uh i i love the art style i think the art style obviously is the thing that stands out about it the most it is a competitive shooter so there's no single player content it's only multiplayer um cool character designs uh fun abilities for each one the game has some serious balancing issues though Especially with some of the characters, like uh, uh, one of the characters who's like the cyborg vampire character, he pretty much blows himself up every time he dies, and yeah. he has like five seconds to catch up to you. And He's my favorite huge, character. There's a huge blast radius, and if you're not, if you can't get away from the blast radius, he kills you instantly. And but it doesn't like, count as his kill. No, but it still kills you. Yeah, which is bullshit. Um, it's worse when it's in other game modes, like the the, the donor mode, where you have to kill oh, the enemy. I hate donor mode so much. <laughs> I love it. I thought it was a fun mode, but it's very cheap when he's in there. Yeah. Because in donor mode, where every time you kill somebody, they drop their heart. So you have to take yeah. their heart and drop it off at a random point that appears on the map. Or sometimes the point moves around and you have to ha- stay yeah. in that zone for like maybe five seconds. Um, and it's terrible if you're playing the, the, that dude that pulls himself up because he can just kill you. And you lose the heart that you just picked up, yeah. which is bullshit. I only play uh, as him because I got, I bought some of the mystery boxes. Uh-huh. And I got his, um, like, cool-looking skin, so... Yeah. Now, the game has a ton of skins for the characters, like, a ton. I think there's, like, 15 
different costumes for yeah, each I character. I bought the God of War pack because uh, it launched for only £3.99. Nice. Yeah. You got three mystery boxes and you got one God of War skin for every character. So... Very nice. Yeah, so that kind of works like like a mobile game in a way, like I mentioned in my review, where you know you'll play your characters and they won't necessarily level up, but you'll get um, points that goes into the key. Like there's a big old key that's on the ground, like blood fills the key. Once you get the key, you can go open a mystery box, which will give you costumes, new weapons that you can unlock. I thought the no, the key is to buy uh, weapons. Oh, yes, that key is to buy weapons. You're right. Yeah. But after, I think it's like after you reach level 5 with a character, then you'll get a mystery box key yeah. you can unlock. Oh, so um, if you get 150 kills. Yes, there are challenges for each character that you can do, um, which is also nice. Um, but yeah, I felt like there's just not enough game modes in the game. Um, they're obviously going to be updating the game constantly. They're having their Easter event going on right now which is actually pretty cool. gives an Easter costume for all the characters that you can unlock. Um, it's very Overwatch-like. Um, and the biggest problem for me right now with Drawn to Death is if it's going to be able to keep its community and um, see how long it can survive. Cause to be honest, right it would have been better if they just stuck to free-to-play. I agree with you. Because in a market that's completely dominated by Overwatch it's going to be really hard for that game to succeed down the line. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's going to come to support of the developer and from Sony as the publisher and obviously building the community, but it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that game down the line. Um, but I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it, Ben? Oh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I, it is a fun game. Like, I think the, the shooting mechanics are... Oh, no, no, about the Easter event, I'm going to have to log in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the 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 shooting mechanics are solid. Um, like I said, balancing issues like it's really stupid where my standard assault rifle does more damage than my RPG. Um, I think it's just ridiculous. So um, I, I shoot it with the um, assault rifle, then when they run away, I fire an RPG normally. Yeah, and I, like the weapons are really fun too. Like they they they're very innovative weapons. I like think the, for the JRPG. Most yeah, the when the old Nintendo console. Yeah. yeah, there's an old Nintendo console. You shoot it and it hits the enemy, and like RPG characters from the 8-bit era appear yeah. for absolutely no reason. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah, there's a coffin. He pulls out a coffin out of the ground and launches the dead body like catapult that pulls up. Um, pretty cool stuff. Very uh, ratchet and clink like I think. Uh, at least when it comes to the innovation of the weapons. Um, so yeah, I played a lot of that. I played uh, a lot of Skyforge. Um, I'm I'm really enjoying Skyforge as an MMO. Um, I think that's it. Really suits me because I can play it for small periods of time and still have fun with it. I don't have to go into you know a mission that's going to last me like thirty to an, thirty minutes to an hour sometimes. Um, so yeah, very addicted to that right now. I'm almost at the same level that I was in my closed beta that I was in as my own private server, which is quite fun. Um, so I've been playing a lot of that. Persona 5, I've been playing a little bit of that. I finished the first palace. Um, very enjoyed that. I really like what they're doing with the theme of that game, especially when it's not like about the serial killer like most of them have been. Uh, at least 2, 3, and 4 have been. 
I, I, I really think it's a very mature story they're doing, obviously with the abusive gym teacher. They're really touching on real-life points in a very good way, I think. And, yeah, uh, very very much enjoying that game. I, like I said in Slack a while ago, I love Persona. It's constantly been, like, a solid game ever since the first one all the way to this one. I just wish that I was more addicted to it like I am other RPGs. Um, mm. Yeah, I still love I still think it's a solid game. It's always been a solid I have every Persona game, so I am a huge fan of them. I've beaten all of them except for the first one. Um, but it, it just doesn't hook me like it hooks a lot of other people. Um, and I do plan to finish this one as well. So yeah, I've been playing that. I'm also been playing one game that I can't talk about, but embargo for that will be coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, and I've also been playing, uh, which I can talk about is a uh, Battle Chasers Night War, which is from the same guys who made uh, Darksiders. If you remember that, um, they rebranded themselves as Airship Syndicate. Um, they even got the artist, the, the comic book artist. I always forget his name, though, unfortunately. He's doing the art for that. The Battle Chasers comic book is actually his, and it's his studio that he formed with the ex-developers of Vigil Games that worked on Darksiders. Um, this is uh, it's based on that franchise, and it picks up right where the comic book left off. And it's actually really, really good. Uh, it's a turn-based RPG like Final Fantasy, like old-school Final Fantasy, but it is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, stay tuned for my preview. Um, I did get uh, a, a nice, good chunk to play uh, of that game, so um, I'll write a preview for that here coming soon. So stay tuned for that, but I'll, I'll say this. If it, that game was not on your radar and you're a fan of RPGs, that game should be on your radar for sure. And it's coming out sometime in the summer, I believe. So, yeah, that's that's really all I've been playing. It's been fun. Fun week for me. So, shall we move on to our game predictions? You guys ready for game predictions? Sure am. Yep. <laughs> so, last week I wasn't on, but you guys did predictions for Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap. <clears throat> yes, which unfortunately... It- because there was nothing embargo-wise coming, because we recorded a day late and uh, didn't get to do that one. Um, yeah, so we're still waiting on that one, but we're going to carry on and okay. get your the Mike's predictions on it to add okay, to it. So, so, so let's review. Neil, you said seventy-six. Mm-hmm. Ben, with his random generator, I'm assuming, win with fifty-eight. Yep. And I've got to load that up. Ready. And Fonzie wins. Fonzie win with seven. Our review of this is coming out on on the 18th. Uh, and let's go with Mike on this. Mike, what, what are you going to go with Wonder Boy? The Dragon's Trap. Um, oh, will it I've be a never good heard... game or will it be a trap? I've never heard of this game at all, to be this, honest. Okay, this is a game that came out way back in 1989 on the Sega oh. Master System. Wow. And it is completely reimagined on the PS4, Xbox One PC, and the Switch. Okay. So you don't have to do... Gary, you don't have to do SEO in here, mate. That's fine. 
<laughs> All right. Um, uh, what, what type of game is it? So I, I like to, at least like to know what type of it's game. A it's a platformy game, I think. It's a platformer, but it's not like you jump like Mario on stuff. You like attack with your sword, but it's mostly a platformer, kind of like Castlevania is a platformer. Okay. Um, all right, I'll go for a nice... I'll go for 83. 83? Yeah. I think you're the I highest. Just... Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. All right, just so you know, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into here. This is completely <laughs> random. No kind of... <laughs> um, I am going to go with... 69. No, no, no. Nice. See, I, I kind of have a... a, a well... It's very hard for me to, to pick a score since this is my review. That's going to lie for it. Um, Miranda, gonna, it's what you think people in general think. So, not to worry. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the same one as Mike. I'm going to say 83. Ooh, he's trying to play the safe time. Nice. <laughs> we are not to stick together. <laughs> yes, we were share points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but since there was no game coming out that you guys predicted for last week, uh, we're going to go and do a second game. Woohoo! Double the games, double the numbers. Wow, man. <laughs> so the second <laughs> game we're going to go, go and do is the Disney Afternoon Collection. This is a collection from Capcom, which includes... DuckTales! Woohoo! DuckTales! Scrooge McDuck is back. We got Darkwing Duck in there. Uh, Tailspin. And don't forget. We know you don't forget about that, um, um, Mike. No. You signed up recently. People played these games back in the day. They were awesome. As a lot of games back then were when it came out. As platformers, I should say. Um, yeah, a collection coming from Capcom. Uh, let's go ahead and give our predictions. Neil, what you got? Hmm, I'm going to go with a solid 74. Boom. Benjamin. 90. Get out. <laughs> Get out right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, I am going to go with 75. 75. <laughs> He's it cutting close. <laughs> Mike, what you got for this? Um, Don't let the rage. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say 70. Man, those numbers do sure look like I'm awkwardly out of place. <laughs> Man, you went with 99 for Mass Effect. What are you talking about? It's not out of place at all. And as hey. you said, the only one you've won, Ben, is when you actually scored low. Yeah. <laughs> but lower than 90, anyway. Oh, that's fantastic. But every what? game gets 90s. It's not, not 9 game. out of 10. It's not good. Yeah, in most cases these days, that's what people assume. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, uh, for a review, Mike currently is the leader with two and a half points. Despite oh, being... Yeah, and you've been in barely any of them. Well. 
<laughs> Wait, so the last one that I was on, did I get right? Did I get that right then? No, I did. Oh, all right. Right, no, uh, the Persona week. You yeah, predicted that... ninety five. I predicted ninety three, and it was ninety four. So we both won. Oh, that oh one. nice! Oh, yeah, you went on last time, were you? We got half a point each for that one, but you got two points for getting the dead on score for near. Okay. Holy uh, crap! Did I? I had no idea. Yeah, yeah you got eighty nine on the dot. So yeah, oh, so despite only doing two predictions in the time we've done this, you've got two predictions right. So. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> the pressure's on, mate. Pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just funky. focused on trying to keep my wrestling score up. <laughs> oh, that's that's going to be next week, I think. Yes! Or the, or the week after, I can't remember. Aww. It's the week after. It's three weeks. Fonzie sits at two points. Neil at a point and a half. And Ben and I are the lonely ones out together with one point. So, okay, Hold my me. 90 for Disney will be. will push me ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone will think of the would... 90s and then review it 90. I will buy that. You know, honestly, I will probably buy that game just because I love those. I li- honestly, I legitimately, legitimately did enjoy those games I played. Yeah. DuckTales 1 and 2. I've still got DuckTales 2. I played Chippendales Rescue Rangers. I can't remember playing number 2, but Tailspin I played. So, yeah, I, I, I'd love to revisit those again. Totally. The question, guys, is the DuckTales uh, that's in this collection the remastered one or the original? original. It's the original one. And yeah. sequel. Yeah. yeah. And sequel. Very nice. Which is really rare, apparently, and I've yeah. got it still on the Nintendo. Uh, that, that, now it won't be so rare, so... <laughs> yeah. Damn rerolls. Well, that's our show, guys. Anything else you guys want to discuss really quickly? No. 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 Good. Uh, no. Um, no. I think I'm good. Uh, just um, shout out to Fonz. Hi, hey, dude. How's it going? You know. Uh, hopefully, see you on the podcast soon. Uh, I'd like to personally get a few more guests on over the next few weeks. I definitely want to. Um, I keep talking about Don. I don't know why that keeps going wrong it's just bad organization on my part so well, yeah but don and rob it'd be good to have on again definitely i want to do a shout out to klaus at phoenix down radio i know you're still listening so thank you um a shout out to evolve mayo aka samus rageborn aka your wife's favorite streamer uh, <laughs> and a shout i want to shout out to my free company terra sales uh the new magazine for their uh the free company will be out soon and they're work- going to be working on a project soon also which will be pretty nice so um, check them out at Terra Sales on Guildworks Splendid Neil any shout outs? Just to PSU for allowing me to be the greatest reviewer of all time on PSU That's, Oh uh... hell Neil Ball <laughs> And, and before you think it's hubris, I'm merely speaking in numbers, not yeah. in actual talent. I don't know, you're pretty talented. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm just there, I like furniture. furniture. <laughs> Everybody needs furniture, Ben. Everybody needs furniture. I turned up one day and then they thought, well, you know, we could phone up someone to get rid of it, but that'd be too much hassle. We'll just leave it, it'll be fine. Just put this it in the corner com- somewhere. This is a comfy chili chair, yeah. this is. <laughs> But um, yeah, other than that, I would just implore everyone to rate us on iTunes, like us on all those little things you do, share us about with people, comment on it, do all those things that YouTubers tell you to do. Like, but, subscribe, uh, and hit the bell. 
and yeah. come in and, and, and do the thing and, and, and twirl about. Yeah, do a little dance and all those things. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, the, it might make love well, That's it. Yeah, for sure. And if you're a, a cougar in any way, send Mike your pictures. You'll accept them happily. <laughs> <laughs> even actual cougars. Yeah. <laughs> yes, even actual cougars. <laughs> but they have to be in makeup. See <laughs> <laughs> your Photoshop skills in play, everyone. Oh, Says the guy who went to a cougar club once. <laughs> uh, it was multiple times. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> They had good uh, bartenders there. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Bartenders. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you'd totally go with me, and you know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fantastic, man. Alrighty. Well, that is our show. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Please. It's great like fun. Everybody yeah. said, do all those things that they said. Follow us. Comment, tweet us. Tweet. Comment. Tell us what you'd like to see on the show or hear on the show. And we'll do our best to accommodate those things. We don't Gosh. accept the answer. Less of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please send Neil all the hate in the world for his hate for Uncharted. Um, it'd be fantastic. On Twitter, especially. <laughs> bombard it. Spam. <laughs> <laughs> you provide me with a solid case why anyone would think it was good. Then yeah, <laughs> I thought it was good for its time. It was all right for its time. It is worse now. Oh yeah, it's not. But, uh, it's not good. It's not aged well. And so, no vendetta against Naughty Dog. Jack and Dexter is my one of my favorite games of all time, and Uncharted two, three, and four are all really good. I think for their so, first attempt at something like that, though, it, it's I can see where they've tried. And yeah, then they've taken probably. that to number two and made it better. So you that's know, when came, I can't hate it too much, but at the same the time, opposite I can't of what, like it. The opposite of what they did with Jack and Daxter, basically. Yeah. You know, when that game came out, it was a, you know, it was, um, it was like a nine or ten, nine out of ten game. It, oh, you know, it no, was, no, 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 no. No, it was no, 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 not by not by me. Even though I I enjoyed it, I'm just saying the reviews at the time. I remember it was pretty much the reason to own a PS3 at the time. I remember distinctly reading about that. It was like the the big. You know, exclusive action adventure game that the PS3 um, was waiting for. It was, it you know, that was a. To be fair, that was a time where review scores were a bit higher. I think as well. I think it, yeah. it's it has water. Give it ten. Yeah. <laughs> it got eighty-eight. I think the lowest review was like sixty-seven. But... It had clothes that stuck to Drake. Give it a ten out of ten. <laughs> but so yeah, it's like. I think it was just because there was so little going on, it got high. It's a, it's a Shadow of Mordor situation. A good game in at the time, but you know, if, if it was any year like this year, that game wouldn't. No one would remember it. Uh, it's just it'd be a shadow of itself. Yes, eh? that sort of thing. Eh? 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 Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned it. Now, Drake's Fortune only one review below eight out of ten. So, well, wow. yeah. If only you were back then reviewing it, Neil. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Two we, have another, we have another farming simulator situation on our hands. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I forgot you, you can't review Drake because you, you're not a, 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 a tomb. I am a direct descendant of Usain Bolt, so shush. <laughs> 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 
much like Drake is, of course, a descendant of the rapper Drake. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Oh, <laughs> Alrighty, guys, it's been fun. I think I should have let uh, both Mike and Ben finish off on their usual skit. Like to send us off, Mike? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, all right. Cheers, Wait, Gary. No, no. Post. Who won what? last week? Nobody did. So, yeah, Nobody, yeah. <laughs> so this is the fault. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you still want us to end then, Gary? Yeah, yeah. let's just end it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, thanks for hosting, Gary. That was great. Uh, um, cheers for the podcast. That was brilliant. And let's end with it's good night from me. It's good night from him. Later, chaps. Praise the Scorpion.